0: Bridge Bank helps breakthrough ideas actually break through and remains dedicated to providing financial solutions to the risk-takers, the game-changers, and the disruptors. Bridge Bank, a division of Western Alliance Bank. Bridge Bank. Be bold. Venture wisely.
1: Hi there. I'm Randh abdel from ThruLine. from kqed good morning this is the california report i'm marie bolaños in san francisco House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's office says someone broke into the Pelosi residence in San Francisco this morning and violently assaulted the Speaker's husband. The Congresswoman's spokesman says the person who assaulted Paul Pelosi is in custody. Paul Pelosi was taken to the hospital and is recovering. Speaker Pelosi was not in San Francisco at the time. The Speaker's representative says the motivation for the attack is under investigation. San Diego's county jail system, which has been heavily scrutinized over the number of in-custody deaths it's had in recent years, is launching a pilot program to help its most medically vulnerable inmates. The county has purchased 10 health monitoring devices, which work similar to fitness trackers. This comes after a scathing state audit earlier this year, citing San Diego as having the highest jail mortality rate among California's largest counties. Paul Parker, executive officer for the county's Citizens Law Enforcement Review Board, says this is a good start for the department.
0: We're very happy that we made the recommendation back in April for them to explore just these type of options and that the department is committed to doing what it can do to prevent the loss of lives in the the incarcerated population.
1: But Parker says the department hasn't done enough to curb overdoses in the jail system, which is becoming a growing problem. In a statement, the sheriff's department says it wants to wait until deputies are trained in using these new monitors before launching the program. Some major oil companies recently sold thousands of aging wells in California to smaller players in the industry. This has environmentalists worried that those smaller firms won't be able to pay what it'll cost to close them down when the time comes. And then taxpayers will be left to foot the bill. KCRW's Megan Jamerson explains. When an oil well is no longer producing enough to be profitable, it's eventually shut down. But loopholes in the bankruptcy code and other regulations make it possible, in some cases, for oil companies to walk away from their properties. In an example reported by the LA Times and ProPublica, one small company left more than 700 wells for the state to plug after the owner declared bankruptcy. Shell and ExxonMobil recently sold more than 23,000 aging wells in California to a small German firm. And some industry experts, lawmakers, and environmentalists raised concerns that the liability was being passed on to a company without the capital to afford shutdowns, and that the state's oil industry could follow the path of the coal industry, leaving the state to pay the cleanup bill. That was KCRW's Megan Jamerson reporting. A spokesperson for Shell and ExxonMobil says they've been plugging about 1,000 wells a year on average and meeting or exceeding standards for doing so. This week, we've shared stories on some of the most competitive races in California, along with some of the propositions you'll see on this year's November ballot. For more information, including who's running for statewide offices, visit kqed.org forward slash voter guide. And now to a preview of our sister show, the California Report's weekly magazine. This week, as part of a collaboration with the podcast Bay Curious, a ghost story for Halloween. It comes from reporter and former KQED science editor John Brooks, who usually lives in the world of evidence, facts, and data. But many years ago, John and his longtime friend Mark witnessed something inexplicable, even supernatural, that just can't be squared with reality.
0: In 1995, Mark and his girlfriend, I'll call her Kim, are visiting me in my small apartment in San Francisco near Haight Street. Mark and Kim are all excited because Mark has just proposed and they're now engaged. So there's a lot of high spirits in the room, some drinking, and I suggest we play with this Ouija board I had picked up at a garage sale. The Ouija board, as you probably know, is thought by some people to put you in touch with spirits. Dead people. During a kind of seance. The board has letters on it, and it comes with a heart-shaped piece of plastic with a translucent window in the middle. That's called a planchette. Two people lightly touch the planchette, and spirits are supposed to move it so that it shows letters through the window and spells out messages. I had been wanting to try this Ouija board, but most of my friends thought it was stupid. The board at the time was made by Parker Brothers, which also made the games Monopoly and Clue. So it was hard to take it seriously as a connection to the realm of the dead. Nevertheless, I like spooky things. I didn't necessarily believe them, but who knows? Mark and Kim thought it would be fun as well. As we start, Kim and I are facing each other across the board, and we both have our eyes closed. Mark is on the couch watching, and one of us, I don't remember who, starts calling out to any spirits in the vicinity. Hello? Anybody out there? That kind of thing. At some point, I do feel the planchette start to move under my fingers. I'm not aware I'm applying pressure on it. It just feels like my fingers really know where they want to go. And while this is happening, Mark starts to talk. The planchette, I can feel it moving, stopping, moving, stopping. And Mark is saying things in response. Uh huh. Okay, got it. It's like he's on the phone and I can only hear his side of the conversation. Eventually, we stop. I open my eyes and there is Mark in tears. I mean, he is shaken. He collapses into Kim's arms and he says, tearfully, I think I just talked to a dead relative.
1: The spooky tale continues on this week's Halloween edition of The California Report magazine. Tune in on your public radio station or to the magazine's podcast. And that's The California Report for Friday, October 28th. We're a production of KQED Public Radio. Our engineers are Danny Bringer, Seal Moeller, Chris Beal, Paul Lancor, and Brendan Willard. Our producers are Keith Misiguchi, Amanda Stupai, Juan Carlos Lara, Izzy Bloom, and Jennifer Ng. Our editor is Angela Corral. Our interim director of news is Ki Sung. Our executive editor is Ethan Toven Lindsay, and our chief content officer is Holly Kernan. I'm Maddie Bolaños. Thanks for listening, and have a great weekend. Support for the California Report comes from Stanford Healthcare, where their greatest reward is a healthy patient. Guideline. Their automated 401k plans can be set up in 20 minutes. More at guideline.com slash CA. Guideline, the California way to 401K. And Eric and Wendy Schmidt, whose philanthropy includes Schmidt Ocean Institute. Coming this fall, the launch of Research Vessel Falcor 2, advancing the frontiers of ocean science and exploration.